Hey everyone, not the usual start to the episode here, I know, but today the content of the episode is pretty heavy. I'm including this here as a trigger warning as depression and suicide are mentioned in this episode. I can't begin to thank Jesse, today's guest, enough for being so open and sharing his story about living with a clinical diagnosis of depression. Jesse, you are a brave man and I know that your story today will help others. Thank you. Hey everybody and welcome back to On Your Mental. This is the podcast where we share candid, open and vulnerable conversations between men about things that are on our minds. And today's episode is actually really, really important. Um, I'm not going to downplay it at all. This I'm super, super happy with the person who I have here. Um, I'll introduce Jesse in just a moment. Uh, but before we get into that and before we get into our topic, I want to just point out a couple things. Again, thank you everybody for all the feedback that I've continued to receive for this uh, podcast. We've done a few cool things. I got a new plant. There's a new plant here, new bonsai. It's, I don't know if it's a real bonsai, but new bonsai. And then could be a real bonsai. quick shout out here to James Klein of HandyDad604 on Instagram, who has finished this table, stained it, painted it, looks amazing. And I love the vibe. Handy dads. Handy dads, man. I he like actually it. started it with uh, another, he was an old coworker of mine, and then he started it with another old coworker, and they're two dads. <laughs> and they're handy. Hey. Yeah. Name fits. Manly men. <laughs> Um, they really lucked out with that name then, eh? <laughs> yeah, I mean, not like you can choose the name or anything. <laughs> Everybody, this is Jesse Dawson. Hello. Jesse Dawson is one of my closest friends, one of my longest friends. Um, he and Sebastian, who I think I might have mentioned in another episode at this point, maybe not, but Sebastian and Jesse were, I would say, my two best friends growing up through high school. My man. Um Anyways, Jesse is here today to talk about something that's super important and it's going to be coming out, this episode will be coming out on an important day, which is Bell Let's Talk Day. Yes, sir. And Jesse is here to talk about growing up with depression. Yes, sir. And that can be a sensitive topic. It can be uh, a very vulnerable topic, especially to bring out in the open like this. I don't think I've ever talked to you fully about what it's been like with you. It's going to be the first time. And so I'm looking forward to it. (laughs) Um, before we get into the first question with that, I have something to address here. <laughs> and I want you to get yours out because otherwise this won't make sense. <laughs> this right here, this lip balm, I did not know that there was a brand called Chapstick this whole time. <laughs> when people said Chapstick, I thought every lip balm was Chapstick. I thought it was like, oh, I got to get it from a Chap Lips. And so I thought all of it was Chapstick. I didn't know there was a brand. Yeah, man. Chapstick, Burt's Bees, that's... That's the way it works. What's the I other didn't one? Uh, no, man. Carmax. So chapstick is you Carmax. Yeah, yeah, Carmax. Yeah. Um, so you're telling me that chapstick is a lip balm, and lip balm is not a chapstick. Chapstick is a lip balm. That's correct. Son of a bitch. And free, you know, God free advertising. It. Chapstick mint is the best one. <laughs> Plug it. I always use Burt's Bees. Anyways, Jesse, thank you very much for coming here, and thank you, thank for, you for having me. Yeah, of course, man. And thank you for agreeing to to talk about this stuff. Absolutely, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, so, man. to kick things off here, what has it been like for you? What has it felt like growing up with depression? Depressing. <laughs> um, not to make light of the topic, and I before we really start, I really want to say that um, I'm not an expert in this by any means. Um, I'm really just going to talk about my experiences and um, 
and what I I have done, I guess, um, throughout these years um, that I actually went through this mental illness. So, um, yeah, man, it was, to be completely honest, it was really tough, Mm -hmm. really tough. Um, And everything, like, it's tough to really talk about it because it's, I personally, I don't think I have the right words to really describe a lot of the magnitude that this took on, um, like, the magnitude of, like, it all. Um, Realistically, it was really tough it felt lonely and um empty man it's scary it's a scary world and um yeah um i to give you some history uh i think i first started having depressing or depressive feelings um back when i was about 10 that long eh? but i never really understood i think what like what i was feeling i think it's just Mm -hmm. a different emotion that i was really used to and i didn't really understand where this where it was coming from and um and why it was happening so i didn't really take a lot of i didn't really sink in too much Mm -hmm. you just felt it and it's not like processing it at that point yeah Yeah. it was more like just like kind of like how you grow up and you just become your own person it just started to become part of who i was at that point in time and i didn't really understand it didn't understand what it was doing to me um and then i think i didn't really understand the f- like it fully until I got to high school mm-hmm. um, when you know of course puberty and yeah. a lot of hormones and emotions are coming about and you you're dealing with a lot of a lot of new things and um, I think yeah I think that's where it really kind of took a turn for the worst I think is where it really started to take a turn for the worst and um, yeah man uh, yeah it is scary it's scary it is scary um yeah from my my own perspective just being your friend and seeing you like i i know you've had moments where it was worse than others for sure right and where you could see it was affecting your day-to-day a lot more right um but yeah to your point like in high school i can't even imagine like you're already dealing with shit in high school every day everybody's (laughs) dealing with shit in high school like that's those are your formative years yeah you know, and then to throw on top of that, now you have a mental illness that's weighing on you and that you're starting to understand. Like even then, maybe correct me if I'm wrong, I feel like maybe you wouldn't have known fully and understood it fully even at that point. Well, it's not maybe not completely understanding it fully, but like I would say between grade seven, grade eight, and for all y'all people watching in other provinces and in yeah. the States, we don't have middle school. We just true it's elementary to seven and then eight nine ten eleven twelve is uh high school and then you go to post-secondary so mm. um i think around grade seven grade eight i it like started really coming in like full effect right and uh i started googling you know researching yeah, these, feeling, yeah. these feelings and what i was going through and um of course dangerous absolutely dangerous thing to do yeah. just saying um but it was I guess necessary at that point in time because you don't know, right? I don't know who I should talk to about this. Um, at the time, I, you know, it, it kind of felt like, you know, I haven't heard anybody else going through something like this. Mm-hmm. So um, maybe I thought it was normal. This is just what it is. And um, it was maybe, I don't know, maybe it was something I saw on TV or something like that that made me want to look in, into it further. Yeah. And so, yeah, when I did, I looked it up and a lot of the symptoms that I had and a lot of the things that I was going through matched a lot towards depression at mm-hmm. that point in time. And um, 
I was like, okay, well, what does that mean, right? Does that mean I'm sick? Like, what? how do I, you know what I mean? You still don't mm-hmm. really quite understand. Like, does that mean I need medication? Is there something wrong with me? Mm-hmm. Um, and so you go to high school and you start thinking of like, like, okay, well, how do I, how does this, how is this going to fit into my life? Where is this going to affect me and where is it not going to affect me? And yeah. um, one thing that it really, that really kind of made it, well, Again, I guess uh, another thing I should say about depression is really like a roller coaster, right? You have your ups, you have your downs, and sometimes it's little up, sometimes it's really far down, right? right. And um, yeah, going through high school, those when you start to go down, it usually hap. I, I felt to me it really happened when there sometimes there was a snowball effect. So it didn't have to, right. but like it'd be like one thing, and then something else would happen, and then something else would happen, and it's like all this happening at once with these feelings that you're happening really brings you down. Right. Right. But um, not to say that you couldn't just be like, have the best day, like, uh, you know, and uh, to be completely honest, you know, I was with you, Sebastian, all the dudes, right. For pretty much right out of grade eight, I think. And, um, and a lot of that feelings, you know, you guys probably didn't notice when I was hanging out with you guys. Right. And I, first took practice to get to that point but um it was really the people that i was with that made me feel like i didn't have to feel like that Mm -hmm. and that was an important thing i would say it caught me by surprise the first time you shared that you did have depression because i was like there's no way this guy's so charismatic this guy's so funny this guy's like upbeat whenever you're around us right so you're right and that it can be hard to express that and share that especially at a young age with people who are close to you right because it, it might change their perspective or their view of you exactly. um but i want to maybe just touch on your point of having that snowball effect what was that like i guess in high school because i can imagine like if you have a really big down moment a, a larger down it's harder to get back up would it be yeah i don't know i honestly don't know well again it, it's for me, and when I was experiencing, it was really like a roller coaster. Sometimes it could be a trigger that brought me down. Sometimes it didn't have to be a trigger. And when coming up, it could be the same thing, mm-hmm. right? Um, it could be as simple as me going to school the next day and right away in the first class it's all with all the guys, right? And right away, you know, Devin does something ridiculous. Yeah. And all <laughs> those, and then you just, you're thinking about that. You live in the moment, right? Sure. And it's so... Again, to touch on the on the loneliness part, it's not lonely because you're all there living in the moment together. You, I feel normal. I feel right, mm-hmm. right? And sometimes, don't get me wrong, I can still be with you guys and still feel right, but I just don't feel whole at that time. And it, maybe mm-hmm. not something that has happened when I'm with you guys, but mm-hmm. it's the roller coaster that I'm going through. And if it's, yeah, and if it's starting to go down, even if i have the most wonderful day with you guys it doesn't always stop yeah. that train from going down yeah right it may postpone it it may not i may have to hide the way that i'm feeling but at the end of the day it worries me to like it's almost worrisome to me that i'm going to ruin the time that i have with you guys you know what i mean right and maybe that's selfish no <laughs> no no not. but it's more along the lines of if i am telling them how down I am and expressing those feelings, is it going to bring them down? Is right. it going to bring, is it going to make them not want to bring me around when they're doing these things because it, 
maybe they think that it's not, I'm not enjoying it or something, right? So you kind of keep it to yourself and you try to do the best you can with what you're feeling at the time. And that just feeds into that loneliness even more. Yeah. Because you're not able to tell the people that matter, this is what I'm actually feeling right now. Yeah. That is scary, man. I think the roller coaster is a good way of thinking of it or making an analogy out of it. You don't know when that next drop is coming. But it's gonna come, yeah, right, and you know it's gonna be there. Wow, roller coaster in the dark. Fuck yeah, that, <laughs> man. <laughs> it's ridiculous. <laughs> um, but yeah, like to kind of touch, yeah, to to touch on the fact of the roller coaster. Like again, it's it's again still hard for me to kind of explain fully. But it's yeah, I don't know. It's it's sad to a point, right? And it's you know and worrisome, right? Yeah. Even thinking about it now it makes me nervous. It makes yeah. me like sad yeah i right? can hear it yeah, yeah. man because yeah. it's it, it high school was a very important time in my life because it's mm-hmm. where i met a lot of you guys right mm-hmm. and where i really started to make out who and define who i was yeah um and it was really tough for me at that time growing around you guys to really i guess it's weird for me to say but really like myself at the same time i'm trying to build myself i'm trying to make my my who I am to be the best person I could be, but mm-hmm. I hate it. Mm-hmm. I hate my person. I don't know why, but it's like every day you wake up and it's and it's this mind in the back of your voice. You know, you have the angel and the devil. It's not, but it's not. It's just you, right? And it's in the back of your head, and you're yelling stupid shit at yourself, and it's super overwhelming. You know what I mean? And um, you go through some days like I know it got pretty bad. Like in grade nine, I know it got pretty bad. I remember mm-hmm. it being bad. And I was going and I, I remember being in a relationship at that point in time and it and it I wasn't treated very well in that relationship. And um that brings you down, right? But like it's like I'm gonna bring in stocks here. You know, you sure, know what I mean? Sure. So shout out to shout Brandon. Shout out BBI. BBI investing. <laughs> Brandon investing. Um Brandon talks about how, you know, the main trend of a stock is it keeps going up, right? Mm-hmm. It felt like at that point in time in my life, it was going down. Right. Right. But still up. But the main thing was going, main right. train was going down. Right. And it was really hard at that point in time for me to be able to like myself, to be able to understand what I was doing to myself. Um, so I tried to make a change. Mm-hmm. Right. I started working out a lot. Right. Try to I remember that. Oh, really yeah. Fit, hey. Right. Um, I tried to get a job, make some money. Yeah do other things like that to change my scenery, to change who I was and, and to try to be better mm-hmm. and better understand and, um, and just build who I was. Um, and that worked out for a little bit and it was okay, but it was still that roller coaster and it was mm-hmm. really hard, hard to get off of that coaster. You know what yeah. I mean? That's just, I just want to get off. Yeah. I'm done with this fucking ride, man. It's like that part in the wooden roller coaster at a PE where like you like fly out of your seat. Yeah. Fucking cut the shit, man. I'm out. I'm done with this fucking ride, dude. That's right. Wow. And that would bring me to my next point is the thoughts that were taking over, right? Now, you just brought up a point of I just want to fucking get off. So, and to saying that is there was probably not a day. Where I did not want to die. Probably, wow. I don't remember there being a day wow. where I didn't say like, "Fuck, it, dude, like, let's just." I just, I, if anything could happen, I wish it would. Just fucking, fuck it. I'd walk piano drop on me from the sky. I don't know, right? Just let it happen. Wow. Right, and it happened a lot. And um, uh, at the time, I think it was around grade nine. My grandmother got really sick. 
And I took that really hard. My grandma mm-hmm. was like my best friend for my longest time. Always been my best friend. She still is. I love that woman. And um, and I took it really hard because there was a a point where um, she had a she had a stroke, and she was in the hospital and she was doing okay, right? And everyone when you hear a stroke, you're like, oh, geez, right? Yeah. But she she was a fighting woman. She was okay, right? She had a she had a little bit of a stroke. I say a little bit, but um, she came out of okay. And I remember her calling my mom and um this was back yeah it's probably grade nine i think she yeah. called my mom and um said you know i want to i want to talk to my darling right? i want to talk to i want to talk to my grandson and i was like jesse <laughs> i have a younger brother by the way uh, but <laughs> yeah, there's no way it was that jesse you know, nana wants to talk to you and um you know going through all these emotions and everything i was just scared mm-hmm. I said, I don't, I don't know if I want to talk to her while she's in the hospital, mom. I'm, I just, I don't know if I can do that. Well, sure enough, maybe about a couple of days, couple of days later, she had an even worse stroke, and she lost all ability to speak, to do anything for herself, and it was like that for years, mm-hmm. years. I never, I didn't hear my grandmother's voice again until 2015. And I remember that I remember that day I was at work at Surrey Honda and she called me and she, it was like my my uncle called me and she goes someone wants to, he has, I have someone I have someone wants to talk to you right puts my grandmother on she goes hello my darling I burst into oh tears my God. burst into tears <laughs> couldn't hold it back man and I didn't want to get off the phone I never wanted to get off that phone call I yeah. felt so bad right and but everything was like oh man anyways with that being said, a lot of this is happening through high school, right? Mm-hmm. I couldn't talk to my grandmother. There's all these emotions I wasn't feeling. And this, and she was really the person I used to talk to the most. Mm-hmm. And um, after losing that, and I felt so bad, it was like, I, I can't do this anymore. I yeah. can't do this anymore. I just can't do it. And not to say I ever really had a set plan of how, if I ever wanted to actually kill myself. But mm-hmm. there's not a day I wouldn't think there about it. There were still those thoughts. There were still thoughts. Yeah. Always. Wow. At what point then, I mean, obviously, if those thoughts were there every day, I know that you were on medication at some point. Yeah, that's true. Did medication help? But what point did that become a part of your life and a part of dealing with depression? So this is an interesting story. Um, so when I was in high school, there was a point where um, I didn't notice, but this is what I was going back to. It affects you in ways that you don't notice. Personally, I didn't notice, um, but I had a very close friend of mine. Uh, Isabel come up to me and say and pull me aside and say, Are you, "Is everything okay?" And I think I've I've shared my feelings with Isabel before about my sure. depression. And she says, Is "Everything okay?" I said, "What do you mean?" She goes, "Well, you look really like not good. Like you wow. look sad. You look like like you look down. Like I just want to make sure you're okay." And I didn't realize how much it was affecting me in the way that I looked. Yeah. Even. That and, now people um, from the outside are even noticing it. Yeah, so I decided to make a very interesting reach out, and I I talked to my school counselor, mm-hmm. and I told her what was going on with me, and I told her I'm like that's I a just, brave step. By yeah, that. absolutely. It was scary as hell, shaking yeah. just about as much as I'm right yeah. now. <laughs> um, it was a, I think a necessary step at the time. I've never had anyone come up to me and say that to me before, right? Mm-hmm. And I thought I was really good at hiding it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. Um, obviously, I mean, yeah, you just taking, talked about building this image this whole time where your friends aren't going to notice, your friends exactly. aren't going to wonder, right? Well, yeah. So I was like, okay, well, this must be really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, and everyone always says, you know, you should ask for help. Ask for help. 
and ask for help. And I hate that because no one ever says, what can I do to help? That should wow. be the question. What can I do to help? Not tell somebody, oh, you should ask for help. Well, what can I do to help? Mm-hmm. What, what can I do? Like, is this me talking to you? Is that going to be okay? But furthermore, I, I let my counselor know how I was feeling. And I told her, I'm like, listen, I just, I want you to help me figure this out. I just don't want to get my mom involved. Mm. And so she asked me the question of, well, do you think about killing yourself? Yeah. How often? I'm like, probably every day. Like, I got to call your mom. Wow. <laughs> I was like, fuck. Yeah, <laughs> fuck. shit. Not Chris. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I remember my mom coming to school, picking me up, taking me out of school. And it was not a good car ride. I, well, not that. I just, she was taken back she had no you can idea. feel the tension yeah she yeah. had no idea and i didn't want to do this this was the last thing i wanted because when you're feeling like that the last thing you really want is other people to be burdened by how you're feeling this goes back to exactly what you said earlier right exactly. you never want to put this feeling onto somebody no. else so now my mom's feeling upset because she didn't know what was going on with her son mm-hmm. and now this whole thing is going on and now it's making me feel worse I'm right. like, i should have just stayed quiet you know what i mean um but nonetheless I started talking to a, um, I started talking to like a counselor. Mm-hmm. He would come to the school every Thursday or something like really? that. Really? Yeah. Huh. And I'd be taken out of one of my classes um, for, I think, 30 minutes and we would sit down and talk. Oh. And the guy was okay. Yeah. Counselors can be hit or miss. It, and that was going to be my next point because mm-hmm. it was okay because we talked and he said, well, what would you like to do about this? Right. And I said, well, I don't know. What are my options, right? That's sort of the same kind of, I well, guess, wrong phrasing, similar to how you say, like, you should get help. Yes. You should talk to someone. But he's there He's there to try to figure out, because I know he's not going to push mm-hmm. me to do anything I don't want to do. So mm-hmm. I, I understood the question, and I knew it wasn't, like, wasn't not, what can I do to help? It was more like, what would you like to do? Because I don't want to get you out of your comfort zone, right? So I said, okay, well, what about medication? He says, okay, well, if you want to do that, we have to go through the steps. I'm going to have to take you to the actual doctor and, mm-hmm. you know, and we'll have a meeting, sit down, we'll talk about it. And I said, okay. So this is, again, and it's really hard to do this because I've now told my counselor, uh, my school counselor, mm-hmm. this new guy mm-hmm. that I've never met before. Yeah. Right? At least I've had some kind of rapport with that, my counselor for a couple of years. Yeah. But this new guy that I have no idea who he is. And now I have to go tell this other guy what's going on just so I can um, possibly get a chance to feel right. better, right? Get a chance. Yeah. So I do it. I talk to this guy. I go to this spot and it's like over by Minaru or something. And um, I go into this building, wait. And it's not the guy it's supposed to be. It's like some on-call doctor or some, um, or it was like a, a student doctor or something that was just grad about to graduate okay. from UBC or something. Yeah. Pretty much after I explained to him how I'm feeling, pretty much flat out told me I don't you don't have depression. I don't think medication's Buddy, right. Fuck off. And man. there's other things we can do to help you not feel so bad about yourself, pretty much. So after that, I stopped seeing my counselor. Right. Jeez. I stopped seeing everybody and I stopped talking about it. Because like this guy just is supposed to be the doctor who's really supposed to be giving helping me help I think yeah. supposed to be helping me and giving me solutions, just told me you're wrong. It's you you're fine pretty much and just move on right like so now i'm like thinking way back to ground zero Mm -hmm. and it's like what am i you know what i mean at that point in time it's like what do you know what am i supposed to do yeah that's such a 
ridiculous thing because now you've made yourself vulnerable twice. You've mm-hmm. agreed to go and speak with a counselor, and then now you have this terrible experience with yeah. a random counselor, mm-hmm. and that kind of makes you probably feel defeated in, in seeking out help, right? And yeah, that's a, a horrible thing, man. So Jesse then... It sounds like the experience with depression maybe had taken a turn for a worse at points, uh, at least with um, counseling and experiencing counseling. Um, I'll share for you, like I've been seeing a counselor, not about depression, but about I was just feeling in the last like maybe six-ish months here, five, six months now, four, I don't know, a few months, I was just feeling like something wasn't right in my life. I don't know if it was depression, but something wasn't right. Right. And so I've luckily had a good experience with counseling. The counselor I've had has been pretty great so far. Um, But I'm sad to hear that your experience wasn't at that point because that's tough. Now, that brings me to another question, which is that I've obviously known you for a while. Yeah. And from what I've seen, you've come a long, long way. I think so. From from where you were with depression to where you are with depression now. Absolutely. And so my question is, like, what led to that? What led to that kind of change? Uh, yeah, right. So this <laughs> one's a tough one to talk about as well. Going back to, as you said, the highs and lows. Um, not too long ago. It's maybe about, had to be over a year for mm. sure. Maybe a year and a few Maybe six months. I don't. I don't really remember. But it's it been at least more than a year. Um, I actually did try to kill myself. Really? Yeah, wow. I tried. I did. I uh, failed attempt. Well, for and, me, thank God. Yeah, and um, after that, I started to really think about who I was and what I've done. Mm. Uh, yes, it was. A very sad realization, but it, I think it brought me to where I am today because I I had a realization that I, I pretty much ruined a lot of relationships and friendships, uh, I think, um, over the years that these the, that my feelings were really taking control of me and what, mm. I, what I was doing. And I say that lightly, I, of course, I knew what I was doing, right. but um, it's where I was feeling was so lonely and I, I, you know what I mean? I, yeah. it was so such a weird time and, and feelings I really didn't understand, um, that I really decided I should make a change. I needed to. Mm-hmm. Um, and this wasn't just necessarily just for me. And this goes back, to, uh, something I didn't really touch on is I, I was, I've always been really, I think selfless. I've always tried to look out for other people. Um, I've never been stingy, I think on, money or anything Mm -hmm. like that i've always been happy to give people rides everything Mm -hmm. like that and because i'd like to help i've always wanted to help i mean you can hear that in the conversation today that you're you're selfless even in your own management of your depression in the way that you were trying to protect other people's experiences with it yeah right and that can it creates an additional burden for you but it's a selfless thing yeah which is tough so with saying that i even took a step back from a lot of big relate friendships Mm -hmm. in my life I mean, we saw that. Absolutely. Yeah. And at one point, it was because I was feeling so lonely. And because I thought I was really going to do it, mm-hmm. I stepped back from those friendships. I thought maybe it'd make it less hurtful for you guys. Wow. I thought maybe... And at the time, I was feeling a little... Like, I, I know 
I had done things in the past and 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 put myself put my friends in bad situations. Mm-hmm. I'm not always selfless. I try to be, but I have put you guys in awkward situations and bad situations, and um, that wasn't right of me to do so. Mm-hmm. And I felt really bad for doing that. And I know in some cases, um, a lot of mine and and my some of our friends, I know our relationships will never be the same mm-hmm. as they w- used to be. Um, and I've come to terms with that. Yeah. It's an unfortunate realization, but you have to. Yeah. And um, I took a step back because I thought, you know, I'm going to fucking do it. I Maybe I should just take a step back and not, you know what I mean? Not have anything stop me and not have anybody Jesus. be truly hurt by it or try not to have anyone truly hurt by it. Um, and then after that there was still a lot of the friends that I wouldn't talk to still try to reach out and still try to, you know, help me. And, um, even after that day, there was a couple of the guys, um, because I did have somebody before this, before that uh, day happened, somebody called me and I was really in a panic and I, it was, I knew it was going to happen that night. And Mm. I, and I think she heard it in my voice or I may have told her something. I don't remember. Um, and she called my brother and a couple of my friends, Mm-hmm. And uh, and then I started getting phone calls off the hook, but of course, I turned off my phone. Um, anyways, move forward. I knew I had to change, and I started with keeping busy, mm-hmm. keeping busy in routine. Mm-hmm. Now, I know this isn't so good for you. Come to your first <laughs> video because when you started talking about when COVID happened and you and Jesse, like a, this new routine of yeah. just going to work, coming home, not being able to see anybody. Yeah. It was baffling. That was for bad you, for us. Yeah. Right. For me, I'm so used to it, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? So when mm. COVID hit, I was like, sweet. I was chilling. You know what right. I mean? And, um, and what I ended up doing is I just really focused on what I wanted, to, who I wanted to be, what I yeah. wanted to be. Right. And, and one thing I knew is I, I just, I didn't want to feel like this anymore. I could, yeah. I can't. I, I, there's too many things I've already missed out on. There's too many things that I've ruined mm. for this to keep happening. And I can't let it keep happening. So I, I had to make a change and I started getting into routines. And those routines were something simple. But I found the best thing that worked for me is getting things that I could do. You know sure. what I mean? Don't make it too crazy. Like I don't have to do, you know, fifty push-ups before I wait. Like before I go to work and yeah. eighty sit-ups when I'm at work. You know what I mean? And that's not the kind of routine I'm talking about. I'm talking about you get out of your bed, mm-hmm. you make your bed. Mm-hmm. If I can do that every day for the week, that's step one. It's just getting a routine, starting something. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, and then that routine turns into something. Try to be more healthy. Okay, I've made my bed. Mm-hmm. Let's make breakfast right? Spend some time for yourself, watch a little bit of TV, eat breakfast before you go to work. Yeah. Right. Because before I'd fuck it. Um, I was never one to really self like cause physical damage on myself. Mm-hmm. However, I would not eat. Mm. I would do different and things. And that can be bad. Yeah. It could be very bad. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't eat. I would lose weight. I was, at one point I was like 125 pounds. Jeez, man. Scary, right? man. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like, and it's, yeah. And it's crazy because I never thought, like I knew I knew what I was doing, but I never knew what I was really doing. Mm-hmm. I would smoke because I didn't care about myself, right? And all these little things that I've done over time, it's like, dude, what? I, I just 
destroyed (laughs) so much. And so, yeah, so I started making routines. So, um, yeah, doing breakfast, going to work, Mm -hmm. right? While I'm at work, try your best. I don't have to do like, I have to write up crazy, like I'm a service advisor, but I don't have to write up crazy amount of ROs or anything like that or do crazy amounts of work. Just do your best. Yeah. Right. Be happy with the amount of work that you put in Mm -hmm. and then go home. Right. Something to look forward to. Right. Mm Because everybody, unless you're doing your dream job, which I know some people are. Yeah. You can't really like going to work. You yeah. know what I mean. Working <laughs> for the working yeah. for the man. Yeah. And and you know what I mean. Yes, you have to make a paycheck. That's the only reason I'm at work mm-hmm. is because I need the money. Right. You know what I mean. You need the money I, to be able to do the rest of the things. Exactly. In your life, yeah. So then when I go when I go home, you do something else healthy. So now I've started to do something really recently uh, where I've started to walk. Mm. Right after work, I go home. I go for a walk. So this is literally. I'm not even kidding. This is steps that I've taken. To get to where literal I'm, right? steps, literal that you're steps taking. that I've taken. Um, you know, I right? get up at a decent hour, make breakfast. I make breakfast every morning for myself. Now I drink tea. I have toast. It doesn't have to be anything big. You know what Good I mean? Man. I just have some toast. I have toast with jam. Yeah. And I have my tea in the morning. Right. Yeah. Plus, it saves me lots of money because um, I don't have to buy tims in the morning. Yeah. Right. Oh, or that's true. Hey, whatever. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? So now I'm held over to lunch. I always, I splurge on lunch. I have to, I can't do the meal prep. I can't do it. But. You mean right? you don't like eating chicken, broccoli and rice every day? <laughs> chicken, broccoli, cheese. That's no, really? <laughs> chicken, broccoli, cheese. CBC, baby. <laughs> oh, wow. No, but, Damn. um, but yeah, but then after work, I'll do my walk now. Right? Yeah. And I'm, I, lo- I like it because I have, I got, for Christmas, I got a watch and it counts my steps and everything mm-hmm. like that, right? So, um, and there's specific goals you can set and you can challenge other people, right? And yeah. and I try to come like first every week, right? Of course. I'm always second. I've got these tryhards, man. It there's some there's like, bastard out there who's like just 100, 125,000 steps in a week. I'm like, fuck off. How are you? Right? That's my point. That's my you point. You ever go to bed? Yeah, straight up. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, right? So there's other little things like that. So I've started yeah. to set goals for myself, right? I'm really slowly becoming uh, what I think is a man. I love it. Right? Which I you also it, touched man. on the other day. Yeah. Right? With Joe. Um, and that's where I think that I'm, where I, de- I deserve to be my man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and I say that like you know I deserve to be my man's you yeah. know what I mean like yeah. be one for myself right and now I make dinner every night and I don't I don't do like I know it's fine but like I don't yeah. do lean cuisine you know what I'm saying You're funny man you don't you don't like my lean cuisine <laughs> I love the cooking with Rube but <laughs> I don't eat lean cuisines oh, I'll man. make I'll make rice I'll make uh, green beans, uh, I'll make chicken fillets, and I'll make some mushrooms and put some sauce on top of that, and yeah. now I have dinner, right? I just made that in the last hour. I love it. Right? I and it, it feels really good. It's crazy, yeah. but it feels really good because what I think, what I've done mm-hmm. for myself is I've set up goals, tiny goals, goals, yeah, but I accomplish them every time. Yeah. And then it gives me a feeling of success. Mm-hmm of positivity and i i really enjoy it because it's like you did this for yourself that's amazing man. you've done this for yourself you can do it for yeah. yourself right and that's a huge realization dude. it's and it, it like honestly it, i've really done a lot in the last year covid i think really helped me 
because I took a lot of time and thought about myself and mm-hmm. what I wanted to do. It forced you to. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, and I didn't, and I took that time constructively, right? Mm-hmm. I didn't want to, like, at first, don't get me wrong, yeah. I wasted the fuck out of it. Like, I, I got let go of in, like, March, mm. right? No, it's COVID, right? But yeah. it was a temporary layoff, right? Yeah. And it was a three-month temporary layoff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like i felt like i was in high school again we're on summer vacation yeah. fuck it right remember when the teachers went on strike for however however yeah, long yeah, we were yeah. just off of school <laughs> everyone was like Woo! Just right? no one even cared right yeah. come back still get an a like it doesn't matter <laughs> right and <laughs> and it was really cool you know i it's not cool everyone was getting sick and people were actually dying but the i uh the the fact that i had this time to myself mm-hmm. that i've haven't had in years yeah right was absolutely crazy and it's huge and i think one really and i, I hate sorry flipping flopping back and forth right. but um in one of your last episodes you were uh, i think when you're talking with jess you're talking about you know um this craziness of just having this routine of going to work mm-hmm. full time right mm-hmm. i've been working full time since i've been out of high school right Right, I haven't gone to post secondary or anything true. like that. I've been working full time. I don't go on vacations with you mm-hmm. guys. I don't do, like, you know what I mean? Like, I've been working, right? And that's all for because uh, of the things that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. I have a, a car and all these little things, yeah. and I've have to pay for these, right? So I couldn't afford doing other those other little things. So when I had these three months off, I was like, "What the what the hell am I supposed to do with this?" Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the first little while, um, it was really nice. Um, I just I wake up, lay around, watch literally whatever I wanted to, and I would sit there on my phone. I've never scrolled on Facebook for so long in my whole entire life yeah. until COVID pandemic. I was on there for literally twelve hours, <laughs> and I didn't move off the couch. I'd maybe yeah. skip the dishes back to back to face, and I'll just do the videos. It was crazy, right? And and then it got to a point where I was like, okay, right? I got I caught up on my sleep, which was super important because I I've always had really I felt like really tough trouble sleeping Mm -hmm. um i caught up on a lot of sleep which was great i thought it was number one was key because i I felt like i had a clearer mind yeah then i started working on little things i made it uh i started i really wanted to start working out so i made a workout plan Mm -hmm. right and i started working out i felt good right this is different this is thing (laughs) (laughs) there's different routines at that point in time right um but now that i'm back to work and everything this routine that i'm in now i think is really helping me and and it has to do with those little goals right and those little goals are feeling and make me feel really good Mm -hmm. i think that's such a I, i saw an image just the other day it's funny how you talk about little goals um working towards a point of being better regardless of what that is maybe it's being better with depression in your mm-hmm. own mental health maybe it's being better in your job better in something that you're passionate about if you take small steps it's easier to go up that ladder compared to if you were to take massive leaps and mm-hmm. like look at the next thing you know what i mean like Absolutely. if i were thinking about let, let's say you start a job right yep. you start a job and there's a salesperson, there's a lead salesperson, there's a shift lead, there's a manager, there's a store manager, mm-hmm. and, and you're like, general manager, you're, and you, you know get hired, mean? and the general manager, and you get hired as just sales, right? So you're starting at the, at the, the lowest end. And right away, you say to yourself, I'm going to be CEO. Exactly. How the fuck do you do exactly. that? Exactly. And yes. you can't manage that kind of mm-hmm. like movement. Yeah. Whereas if you set little goals and you can, 
it doesn't even have to be the next role no. for this example, right? You it just can get be like employee like, of the month. Yeah, like something like that, yes. right? Little things like that. And you can start to manage your growth a lot better. So that makes me really happy to hear that yeah. it was identifying this routine, but then also identifying the benefit of setting little goals that seem to have helped you. Absolutely. Have helped you. Yeah, and I... um. And and um, another interesting thing was um, I started trying to, I'm the type of guy, I like my toys. Sure. I love my toys. Sure. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I've always, and my dad, and I think my dad has done the same thing. He's told me, he's like, he works really hard for his money. Mm-hmm. He thinks he should be able to spend it. And yeah. I, do, I do the same thing, man. For sure. I do the same thing. I think I work really, really hard for my money. I think I'm in a, a profession that I work pretty hard for my money. And I'm not saying anybody else's profession is easy. I'm just yeah. saying I do work really hard. And um, and I've bought a lot with my money. But a lot of the things that I buy is like hobby things. And the issue is I got so many fucking hobbies. Yeah, you and your hiking, man. Exactly. <laughs> There's so many, I, I can't keep up with them. So I st- I'm starting to narrow those down as well. Mm-hmm. And one thing I'm going to continue doing, and I think I'm going to continue doing forever, is hiking. Yeah. And the reason why is just because of the, what we just touched on. Mm-hmm. The way I, I think I see hiking, it's as a goal. But it's literally a big goal that mm-hmm. you can complete in one day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? I went on a hike the other day. This was Monday. Yeah. It's called the Des Vista Trail. Mm-hmm. Now, if you look it up on all trails, which is a very popular hiking app, I recommend anybody that hikes, definitely download that shit. If you look up on all trails, it says it's about four hours and 11 minutes mm-hmm. approximately to complete that hike. Mm-hmm. I compl- I've done it with my brother and I've done it with Ivan yeah. um, over the past summer. And yeah. it was raining on the day we went. And it took us five, about five, five and a half hours, I think. Wow. Right? I did it in three hours. Really? I did it in three oh. hours. Wow. Damn. Only reason why is because I rolled up there at like, it was like one twenty, and the sign said it closed at 4.30. So you got to get it done. I got to get it done in three I hours, no right? But that wasn't really <laughs> what I was trying to say, but it's crazy, right? But, but the idea behind the hike is you don't, you know what I mean? You just go to what you can do and no matter what, there's going to be an accomplishment out of mm-hmm. it. It's going to, you're going to be bettering yourself because whether it's, you know what I mean? You're going for a walk around the neighborhood, it's exercise, yeah. right? If you're going up this hill, right? Whether you're doing it for time, mm-hmm. right? If you make it, great. Mm-hmm. You did great on your time. If you're not, if you're not doing it for time, like you're just trying to get to the top, yeah. you know what I mean? It's just, I don't know. I feel like I'm, whenever I go hiking, some, especially when I'm going alone, you're pushing yeah. out of your comfort zone yeah. to get this what i think is an amazing achievement and it's yeah. whatever usually it's the end of the hike or the, the peak point or the viewpoint of the hike right mm-hmm. and i don't always have to share it i don't always have to share it with somebody mm-hmm. i could sh- i could just be something that i've done on my own um i like sharing it with people because i think it's really amazing when i bring all these people together and i can share my knowledge on hiking and, mm-hmm. and what i've experienced and how to make them better as long as they're listening <laughs> no they don't but and then when we get to the top after we've you know what I mean? Talked and 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 shot the shit throughout this whole hike. Mm-hmm. We get to the top, and the time is past, and we're having like you know what I mean. Your legs hurting, but you you get to the top, and you're like, wow, right? Yeah, you've just we've For just sure. done this. You know what I mean? And and when we're doing these hikes, I, we try to each time we try to do a, a better or a longer one, mm-hmm. right? And when you complete that hike, it for me it brings me such a feeling of confidence mm-hmm. and 
um, something that I've completed. You know, like what I mean? accomplishment. Yeah, accomplishment. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The way that I see, like, I think this is something that I've definitely noticed in these last couple of years, where you, or I guess last year and a bit, where you've gotten a lot better. Hiking has become a regular part of your life, mm-hmm. and absolutely, it gives you that sense of accomplishment. But I would imagine it also gives you that time where it is just yourself. Yeah. And you get that time to think and reflect and, Which and can be with be, you. And I'm going to tell you guys right now, it's not like I'm, I don't ever get feelings of depression mm-hmm. anymore. Mm-hmm. It, they still come and go, but I, it, how I deal with them now is a lot different. Mm-hmm. Um, going on hiking, hiking by myself. Yes, it can be very, I think, healthy, um, get blood flowing, right? Oxygen to the brain. But at the same time, I find if I am by myself for a long period mm-hmm. of time, you can't, ignore some negative thoughts you know what i mean so that can be really tough so that's why i really enjoy hiking with people right mm-hmm. um it keeps me on and i feel like i have to be like the mother bear of the group right yeah I, I keeps because you're the experienced focus. one too exactly now. So you bring people on it's right? like you bring people on for a ride exactly awesome. so i try to make sure everyone's doing okay i don't want anyone to hurt themselves i want to make sure everyone has proper gear and their gear is working for them and um and no one's else going to get hurt so mm-hmm. my mind is on them and i'm and we're having a good time right mm-hmm. so um being out the distraction of it and i know a lot of this stuff may seem as distractions but i don't see it as a distraction Mm -hmm. personally i know that feeling's there and whether or not it's going to be there forever i don't know right Mm -hmm. at one point it did seem like it was going to be there forever because you know being grade five you're like 10 and i'm like 23 now yeah that's a long long time that's years man that's that's more than like almost that's you know what i mean at that point that's the majority of your life my life yeah. yeah You know what I mean? So it felt yeah. like, it, dude, this is everyone's like, no, you know, you'll get through it. It's not going to be forever. It fucking feels like it's forever. Mm-hmm. Right? It always does. It's like, mm-hmm. fuck, this won't stop, right? But at now I'm at a point where it's like, you know what I mean? You. It seems like you're more in control of it. I try to be, I, yeah. but you have to work. No, yeah. You have to work. You have to work at it. And my dad once said to me, and it was my dad and I don't really talk about my feelings and this you know it's guys yeah my dad's be right be right you know what i mean my dad's my dad's an old guy you know Mm. what i mean be right is 72 really 72 72 years young so so you know what i mean like talking to my dad about this he's really he's some in some ways really old school Mm. right so talking to my dad about this stuff is really tough sometimes because i I don't understand his reactions all Mm -hmm. the time and um but when he talks to me about it he always says tries to say the same thing he's like you just you just have to fight it jess you just have to be better than that right than it right not than who i am yeah he knows i'm a good person he knows i can do it he just knows i i need to work at it he does you're stronger than your depression i think i am yeah absolutely man i uh I, i love you I love you, bro. I love you, man. I love, I love you. you, brother. I love you. I love you. Um, dude, I, I really appreciate you sharing all this with me. Yeah, man. Um, Top secret I'm info so, that's now going to be out to the public. Now it's so, going to be on the internet. <laughs> you know, we're going to make sure we put a price tag down at the bottom. It's got to be 99 cents <laughs> if you want to wish it. <laughs> 99 cents if you want to view this episode. Man. Um, I'm so happy that you're still here. I'm happy that you... Me too. I'm happy you failed, man. Yeah. I'm happy you failed, if I can say it that way. Yeah, me and too. I'm happy that you're clearly on the right path. I think so. I, hope, I fucking hope so. I, I believe it. I, I, believe I don't it. like I backtracking. That's nah, one nah, thing nah. I don't like about hiking. That's I don't like going. I, I hate I don't. these round hikes, man. I want point to point. 
<laughs> straight up. Oh, um, man. Anyways, I I think that for for time's sake, we'll we'll end around here. Right. Um, but seriously, thank you so much for sharing. Well, thank you for having me, and uh, I hope whoever's watching this can. Um, again, I'm no expert. I'm not saying this is absolutely a surefire way of getting over how you're feeling. Um, mm-hmm. But I think if you guys really want to try, I'm living evidence that you can, you can beat it. You can yeah. do it. You can really do it if yeah. you really, really try. Yeah. <laughs> really try. <laughs> you got to really try. It, it sucks. Tough but you can never last. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Only tough people last. <laughs> have you seen that video? Yes, I have. <laughs> And uh, um, yeah, and uh, I think this is uh, I think it's said by the Navy SEALs, but the uh, only tough day was yesterday. I love it. You got to keep moving forward. You got to. The world doesn't stop mm-hmm. for how you're feeling. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you wake up tomorrow, you're going to have to live with all the decisions you've already made. And I do that every day. And uh, I'm living to make it better. 100%. Yes, sir. Well, thank you, Jesse. Thank you. Uh, of course, man. Happy to have you on. I'll have you on another time sometime, too. Uh, thank you, everybody, for watching. And again, at this, I can't emphasize enough how happy I am to have had Jesse share his story today. Um, this is a really, really important topic. And I'm sure I hope that this reaches someone who is going through something similar and I can take so. something away from this uh, for them to, to learn and, and get better as well. Uh, but yeah. Thank you for watching. This is the end of the episode. Uh, We're going to keep this going every week and continue to have some really good conversations on here. Yeah, man. Really excited for it. I'm excited. 100%. Loving the channel, Rube. I'm loving the conversations. It's actually really cool what you're doing, man. I'm excited for you. Cool. Couldn't do it without you all. Couldn't do it without without all y'all, man. No chance. Uh, Anyways, thank you, everybody, one more time. I will see you in the next episode. Peace. Good night.